0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for January 26, 2023. The Lord told me at the beginning of this year to start the year with a series on the miracles of Jesus. And so we're going through all of the miracles one by one. And as we're learning things from the miracles of Jesus, guess what? Our faith is being ignited and restored and revived. We're being inspired and educated through the word of God. This morning, we've been looking at a miracle where Jesus slept in the middle of a storm. He slept through a storm in a boat. And this morning, we're going to deal with the fact that we all need rest. Why we need rest? We're going to talk about it this morning. Rest is spiritual. Open up your heart to what God is about to say to you. so let's get ready for the word this morning. Say rest is spiritual. Rest as a believer, we're going to talk about how important it is to get some rest. Jesus got rest in the middle of a busy day of ministry, so we must also do the same. Before I get into the message for this morning, I want to share with you Psalms 126 and verse 4. This is a scripture that my spiritual parents spoke over us, over our church for this year. It's something I've been meditating on and it's heavy in my heart and I want to share with you and I'm probably going to be sharing it with you at most of the year, right? So Psalms 126 and verse 4, the Bible says, Now, Lord, do it again. Say, do it again. Restore us to the form of glory. I believe, like I've told you many times, that there were some things that we lost along the way. In 2022 was a difficult year for many people. 2022, going all the way back to the pandemic from 2020 to 2022, difficult season for many people. And whatever you lost along the way, God is going to restore it in this season. It's time for us to go back. It's time for us to get our worship back, our praise back, our song back, get that spring in our step back. Lord, do it again. Restore us. To our former glory. The Bible says, May streams of your refreshing God flow over us until every dry heart is drenched again. Put this in the chat no dry places for me. If, if there's any area of my life, your life that's dry in this season, God is gonna drench it again. Say amen to that. Glory to God. This is a season of refreshing and restoring for us. So let's get into the miracle. Mark chapter 4, beginning at verse 35. The Bible says, That evening, Jesus said to his followers, Hey guys, come on, let's go we're going to the other side of the lake. And so they left the crowd behind. They got into the boat and they went to the other side. There was other boats there with them. Then wind came and the waves came and a storm came. And while this was going on, Jesus was in the hinder part of the ship asleep with his head on a pillow, knocked out sleeping in the middle of a storm. And the, the waves were coming and beating on the, the ship, and the water was coming up over the sides of the boat. The boat was taking on water. The Bible says it was almost full of water. They went wake Jesus up. And it was like, hey, 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 Jesus, don't you care that we're about to die? It was like, what? There's a storm. We're about to die. What's wrong with you? Why are you sleeping? Why are you sleeping through the storm? And Jesus was like, oh my God. He went out there. He rebuked the wind. He spoke to the sea. Peace be still. Everything calmed down. The people that were on the boat was like, whoa, what manner of man is this, that even the wind and the waves are him and Jesus looked at his disciples and was like, What is wrong with y'all? Where is your faith? He was like, Do you still have no faith? But what does this mean for you today? We've been looking at this miracle for a couple of days. Yesterday, I told you I was praying about just moving on to the next miracle. But the Lord wanted me to deal with something specific for you today. Um, Jesus went to sleep in the middle of a day of ministry. Remember, Jesus was led by the Father in all things. So Jesus had, had spent all day doing ministry. He taught a bunch of parables. There was a crowd there. He told the crowd, hey, I got to go. He was led to leave. He already knew that there was a man in the land of Gad, of the Gadareans that was possessed with a legion of demons that he needed to cast out. And so he knew he, had, he needed to do that. He also knew that there was a man named Jairus that was going to come to him because the Holy Spirit showed him all these things. So he was going to raise Jairus' daughter from the dead. On the way, he was going to deal with this woman with the issue of blood who had been sick and tired of being sick and tired for 12 long years. She had been bleeding. Her menstrual cycle was stuck in the arm position. So all of this was still before him for this particular day. And so since he had so much to do that day, he took a nap. He went to sleep. So I want to share some things with you about the importance of rest today. And this is really important for us. You got it? So I actually have five things to share with you. Let's try to get through all five. Here we go. Number one, leaders set the example. And your example should show those that you lead that sufficient rest is essential to being healthy inside and out. It it is important as a leader to set the tone that it's okay to get rest. Uh, One of the people uh, that are watching right now, Monique, uh, I I worked for her husband a few times, and um, one of the things that really blessed me uh, when we were in the Pentagon is that my boss, who's a three-star general, He scheduled leave. He scheduled his time at the beginning of the year. He was like, hey, I'm letting everybody know right now I got these vacations planned. And no matter what's going on in the Pentagon, I'm taking my vacation. And because he did it, he set the tone for everybody else to be able to do it. As a leader, you got to be able to show people that it is important to get rest. And you do that by your example. Jesus was 100% God, but he was also 100% man. And and as as a God, his spirit was tireless. Your your spirit never gets tired. But as a man, he needed rest. And so there's three parts of you, spirit, soul, and body. Your spirit doesn't get tired, but your soul does and your body does. And so, so his body needed rest and his soul needed rest. And so in the middle of a long day of ministry, knowing all of the stuff that was still ahead of him, what did he do? He, he took a nap as the leader. He took a nap and he didn't even care that he was the leader. He was the leader and he took a nap saying, listen, while people were relying on him, like as a leader, he knew that people were, his whole team was relying on him. There was people that was waiting on him. There were, there were things that were contingent upon his actions, his decisions, all of that. And so what did he do when he sensed that his physical body needed a rest, when his soul needed rest? He went to sleep and he was comfortable with it. As a leader, you got to be okay with letting people know that it's not, it's not okay for you to just run, 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 run 24-7, 365, and never slow down and never get rest. You need rest. People are watching you, especially as a leader, and you can't just say one thing and then do something else. You can't tell them, hey, y'all need to have rest and take vacations, but you never take vacation. Listen, you are modeling. You have to model. Your life as an example for other people. So you should show people what right looks like. People should be able to see in you and your actions, especially when you're taking a break, gives them the license to do so as well. We all need rest. Say amen to that. Now in the past, I've taught on this point and I've used David and Elijah as good examples. David, when he was tired, he got tired a couple of times, a few times. One time he was in the cave of, of Adullam and he was about to pull his hair out when the Lord restored him and sent his family, all kinds of stuff, and the mighty men. Another time, David was so exhausted from running from King Saul that he made the decision of partnering with the enemies of Israel. And that was actually a mistake. And he made a mistake because he was tired, right? And, and then Elijah, here you have Elijah. I'm going to talk about Elijah today. I was like, Lord, do I deal with David and Elijah connect all of this to, to Jesus there was just too much there. So I'm going to talk about Elijah a little bit today, connect this all to Jesus and why we need rest. Y'all ready? I'll talk about Elijah. But uh, number two, burnout can happen to anyone. Let's talk about Elijah. Say, uh, Put that in the chat. Burnout can happen to anyone. So Elijah was one of the bravest men alive, right? So in one minute, you got to think about who Elijah is. Elijah is a prophet. Uh, uh, he, in, in, if you look in the old covenant, in the Old Covenant, you had kings, righteous kings, and whenever there was a righteous king, the nation of Israel prospered. And sometimes there would be an unrighteous king, and the nation of Israel would fall. And then it was like the nation of Israel was doing this because of the leadership. Well, here you have a king who took on a a wife, Jezebel, who brought in prophets of Baal and idol worship into Israel. And so the man of God, the Lord told the man of God, Elijah, to go basically pronounce judgment over Israel. And he went to the king and said, hey, Mr. King, let me tell you something. It's not going to rain till I say it rains. And he walked away. And it didn't rain for three and a half years. It didn't rain for 42 months. And the king and Jezebel were sending out search parties, trying to kill Elijah, find Elijah. They couldn't find him. He was gone, but it didn't rain for 42 months because the man of God said it wouldn't rain. Then the Lord said, okay, now go back. And pronounce rain. He goes back, but before he can pronounce the rain, he had a showdown on Mount Carmel and and with the, with the prophets of Baal. And he was like, hey, y'all call for fire. Whatever God answers by fire, let that God be God. And he called for fire and boom, the fire fell. The prophets of Baal was destroyed. And then he prayed and the rain came back. All of that mighty man, all of that, right? So in one minute, he's a mighty man of God. And in the next minute, here you have Jezebel saying, hey, we're going to have this man killed and he's running like a scared coward. He was running. He got tired. He got frustrated. He got to the point where he even wanted to die. So rest is critically important. The Lord made Elijah rest. And after the Lord slowed him down, made him get some rest, I'm going to talk about this in in a minute, actually even gave him some food. He was then restored, and he was able to going back to being one of the boldest men in the kingdom, so much so to where we know Elijah never died. Elijah was taken up there's only two people in the Bible, Enoch and Elijah, that didn't die. They were called up to heaven. Elijah continued his assignment on this planet until he was called up to heaven. He never died. Why? He finished his race, but there was a moment in his life where he wanted to die because he was burnt out. So you got to be careful not to allow yourself to be burnt out. Burnout can happen to anyone. Put this in the chat. Say, I will get sufficient rest. I'm going to get sufficient rest I'm going to be led of the Holy Spirit concerning how to get rest. Let me keep continue with this example. Number three, rest is spiritual. When Elijah was burnt out and he wanted to die, let's talk about what God did to restore him. Before God ministered to him in what we would consider to be a spiritual way, you know what God did? I love this story. God goes to Elijah and, and, and sends an angel and tells Elijah to go to sleep. He goes to sleep. And then when he woke up, the Lord provided him with some food he ate. Then the Lord said, go to sleep again. He went to sleep again. And when he woke up again, the Lord gave him food again. He ate again. And then after getting good sleep, after getting good rest, the Lord restored him spiritually. Here's my point. Sometimes you just need sleep and rest. Uh, Sometimes as a believer, like, yeah, you're running, you're running, you're running. Sometimes you need to slow down long enough to get some sleep, to have a good meal, you know, to 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 chill, to relax, to decouple, disconnect, relax your mind so that you can be restored. This is a season of refreshing and restoring for us. And in this season, we got to learn how to get sufficient rest. Say amen to that. So you were not designed to go, 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 go with no rest. Listen, I know what it's like. I always have more task than time. I never go to sleep with no email in my inbox or no task on my to-do list or like, I, I never, like I never go to sleep saying mission, like everything is done. No, I go to sleep because I'm going to sleep. I deal with whatever we're out there with tomorrow, tomorrow. Right. I mean, I just go to sleep. So, so I know what it's like to just have all of these things to do and, and for God to involve you in all of these things, but we are not designed to just run, 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 run with no rest. God designed us to have a Sabbath rest. And we all need the Sabbath rest. Jesus took a break, took a nap in the middle of a day of ministry. He knew that all the things that he still needed to do that day, and he took a nap, and then a storm came. And while the storm was raging, he was like, dog, y'all woke me up for this again? Come on, man, where's your faith? I mean, why don't you use the... Like, if you guys would have calmed the storm, I could have been sleeping still. I mean, that's how important rest was. To Jesus, when you don't get sufficient rest, here's, here's the danger. When you don't get sufficient rest, you open the door to the enemy. Say this out loud, put it in the chat. Say, I will not open the door to the enemy. When you do not get sufficient rest, you run the risk of opening the door to the enemy. Let me explain. So I'll use Elijah again as, a, as the example. One minute Elijah was fearless, called down fire from him. Hey, He was laughing at the prophets of Baal. Maybe your God can't hear you. Maybe your God is sleeping. Cry out louder. Like all of that. He was like talking big smack on Mount Carmel. And the next minute he was running like a scared coward running from Jezebel. Really? And and he got to the point where he, he asked the Lord. He said, Lord, take my life. I mean, he, he got, listen, depression is for real, y'all. He got a man of God, got depressed to the point where he wanted to die. Not only that, where he even asked God out loud, Lord, take my life. This is the the risk. Listen, when you don't get sufficient rest, you run the risk of losing your mental health and and your psychological well being. I'm talking about this is psychological burnout. You you don't want to do that. As I make this point, I want to highlight those of us that are in ministry. I'm in ministry. A lot of people that are watching are in ministry. Those of us that are in ministry are pouring out. Jesus was always pouring out. That The day that I'm talking about that's captured in Mark chapter 4 Mark chapter 5, this whole long day of all these things Jesus did, what is he doing? He's just going around pouring out. He's pouring out into lives of others. He's teaching. He's pouring out. He's teaching. He's pouring out. He's healing. He's pouring out. He's casting out demons. He's pouring out. He's raising somebody from the dead. He's pouring out. Those of us that are in ministry and you're pouring out, you're, pour, you're, you're God, what God does, my prayer, and this is a good prayer, Lord, take my life and pour me out as an offering into the lives of others. That's great. But if you're always pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, and you don't ever take the time to stop, slow down, and let God pour back into you, dude, you are opening the door to the devil. And this is exactly what happened with Elijah. Elijah was pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, pouring out. And then once he got to the point where he was burnt out, he wanted to die. He even asked God to take his life. People debate the numbers, but there are a certain percentage of pastors in the United States that are battling depression right now, while I'm talking. There are pastors who love God, who have committed their lives to God, who are battling depression. There are pastors right now that are battling thoughts of suicide. Unfortunately, many pastors have walked away from their ministry, walked away from church. They have killed... That many pastors have committed suicide why because they they run 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 and they don't allow the lord slow down long enough for the holy ghost to pour back into you you are not designed to just pour into others without allowing the lord to fill you back up i can't tell you how many times i've ministered and ministered and ministered and ministered and then and then i feel physically exhausted like 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 just spent like we go sometimes i go preach somewhere and i pour out and the altar call is longer than the, the preaching. And I've prayed for everybody in the church. I've been places where the pastor wanted me to pray for everybody. Even to the guy that was playing music, I prayed for everybody. And he played music the whole time. And after we was done, he was like, well, pray for him too. I mean, I pray for I I it out. I'm going to eat where I'm just physically exhausted. I go back to the hotel and I just need to rest and they go, hey, do you want to do something tonight? No, I don't want to do anything. Why? Because I pour out, pour out. I just need to get built back up again. It's dangerous to just pour out, pour out, pour out, pour out, and not allow the Holy Spirit to restore you. You got it? I'm serious about this thing because this is not a joke. Number four, I want you to prioritize. Matter of fact, say, put this in the chat. Number four, say this. Say, I prioritize rest in 2023. In 2023, for me to be the man of God, for you to be the woman of God that God has called us to be. We need to prioritize rest in 2023. Say amen to that. And so people don't get burnout from God. Uh, What they do is they get burnout because they're not listening to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will, listen, the Lord is always there to revive you, restore you, build you back up. But if you're not listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit, you gotta know what, there's this internal refreshing, restoring, revival that God will give you But you're not going to get it if you don't slow down long enough to spend time in his presence. I already told you that I believe that this is a season of refreshing and restoring for us. But if we don't spend time in God's presence and we don't prioritize rest, we're going to miss out on what God is doing in this season. Other people will be refreshed. Other people will be restored. But you won't because you didn't prioritize it. You need to make time. I know that Isabella and I have an anniversary coming up. Well, for our anniversary, we go somewhere without the kids. For our anniversary, it's me and Isabella. This is our time because all of our vacations, we always have the kids. Well, on our anniversary, we go somewhere that's not here and we go somewhere without the kids and we go somewhere away from everybody else and and I don't do today's word and we decouple, detach and we stop and we just spend time just me and Isabella. Why? Because that is spiritual. We need that. You were not designed to just run 24-7, 365. Jesus needed rest. If Jesus could stop in the middle of a day of ministry and take a nap on a boat, then doggone it, we need some rest. Many believers are falling prey to depression because they didn't get sufficient rest. Sometimes, like mentally, you have this, these mental challenges, and, and what you need is like, what Elijah, you need to slow down, get a good meal, get some sleep get a good meal, get some sleep, let the Lord restore you. We were not designed to living without rest. David, when he got tired, when he was on the run, he made a mistake. He joined with the wrong team. And if you don't get rest, you run the risk of making a mistake. You don't make good decisions when you're burnt out. You don't make good decisions when you're exhausted. Say this, put this in the chat. I will make good decisions this year because I will get some rest. Say amen to that. It's time for you and I to get some rest. All right, last point for today, number five. Last point, last point for today. And this is almost, it's almost crazy that I need to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you this. Number five, give yourself the license to rest when you need it. I want you to give yourself the license to rest when you need it. Listen, let me say this. You almost have to authorize yourself to walk away from your email, to walk away from your to-do list, and to shut down every nagging thought. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, what about those slides? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, what about this thing? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, oh, I forgot to do this. Oh, I forgot, stop, you need to authorize yourself to shut those things off. Like if if you are, uh, let's say Isabella and I, every night we try to watch at least some kind of show on TV, whatever, the last thing we do, we just kind of, you know, slow down, watch something, talk, but whatever before we go to bed. If we're there and we are finally at the point where the kids are, you know, kids are in sleep, prayed over them, everything's done, we're about to go to bed. Let's watch something. Let's relax our mind. If we're there trying to watch TV, but we're still thinking about, oh my God, I still got to do this. Oh my God, I still got to do that. Oh my God, I then you're not resting. You're not. You need to. You need to give yourself the license to shut it down. People, people acknowledge the need to declutter their house or to declutter their office, but sometimes you don't acknowledge the need to declutter your mind. You need to declutter your soul. There there needs to be time where you could just shut things down and rest and rid your mind of all the text messages and emails and slides and presentations and proposals and and one-on-ones and evaluations. Stop. Forget all that. Like, you know, like, uh, uh, yeah, I know you got things to do. Listen, I got a whole lot of things to do. We're managing a lot of different things, nonprofit, for-profit, only I got it, believe me. But you got to give yourself the authorization. It's almost like, it's crazy that I have to say this, but it's almost like today people feel guilty if they're somewhere and they say, I'm going to turn my phone off. Oh my God. Like you would think the world comes to an end. Turn your phone off. Mm, now I can't do that. Turn your phone off. Like turn your phone off, or put it down, or put it on Do Not Disturb. Or like forget your email, or you t- let it go. Like like people are t- like it's almost like if they go and do that for a few days, it's almost like they feel guilt guilty. You should not feel guilty. You need to understand that you have to prioritize your mental health. You have to prioritize your physical rest. You need to be healthy on the inside and out. David needed rest. Elijah needed rest. Jesus needed rest. And so I know it sounds awkward for me to say this, but look at me, it's okay for you to get some rest. When when you slow down, as I close, when you slow down in God's presence and you stop thinking about the gazillion things that you have to do, and you turn all of those things off, you give God the opportunity to speak to you. Sometimes it's hard to hear from God. People say, Br- Brother Pena, how do you hear? Well, first of all, you got to stop thinking about the gazillion things that, you, that you're that you doing right now that you need to do. Slow down, declutter your heart, declutter your mind. The Bible says that uh, in the parable of the sower, it, which is also in Mark chapter four in the same particular day, the in the parable of the sower, Jesus said, well, sometimes the word comes and the word doesn't work because people's hearts are full of other things. Your heart can't be full of other things, and then you expect that the word is going to work, right? And so, because then the the cares of this world and you're full of other things, those things will choke out the word. And so for you to meditate, medicate on God's word, for you to enter into God's rest, for you to hear God's voice, you're going to have to get some rest. In 2023, say it, say it out loud, in 2023, I will get some rest. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Uh, I pray that this message was a blessing to you. Uh, I'm telling you, I I felt this. This is very important. This is something that we need to talk about. Even in the middle of the miracles of Jesus, I had to pause to talk to you about rest. Jesus took a nap in the middle of the day. All right, let's close this message out. Lift up your voice like a trumpet and speak this over your life. Say, Father, I believe this is a season of refreshing and restoring for me as I study the miracles of Jesus, my faith is increased. Father, you are blessing me to understand the importance of sufficient rest. So I take a break, a Sabbath every week. When I sleep, you said in your word that you give your beloved sweet sleep. So I get sweet sleep and precious rest. I labor to enter into your rest and I cease from my own works. I get to the point where my mind is not racing, my heart is not overworking, and my soul is at peace. And I come out of my time of rest, rejuvenated, restored, refreshed, revived, and ready. So getting sufficient rest enables me to be healthy inside and out. My decisions are sound because they are bathed in prayer, based on your word, aligned with your purpose, and led by your spirit. Living this way, I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Tomorrow we're going to have another one. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, shouldn't you want the notes? You get the notes for free. Go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. This was a very important message. I hope that it was a blessing to you. If you enjoyed it, leave me some comments in the chat. I like to read those comments. And then do me a favor. Share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. Have an amazing day. The best is yet to come. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax-deductible And then lastly, we have several books and products on rickpina.co. These are products designed to help you grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have apparel there that will help you represent the grace life. Thank you so much for being a blessing to us. And we pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you.